What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Pop-Up Shop, a Taco Tuesday podcast production. I'm your host, Chance, and as always, peace and love to everybody tuning in, showing support, giving us likes, uh, leaving comments. Keep that energy up. We need that. You feel me? (laughs) Today's guest, I'm really excited to talk to. This brother is doing so much in the community um, he has a nonprofit called the Black American Dad Foundation. So we're going to rap to him about that. And I'm not going to waste any more time. I'm going to get right to it. I know. I know y'all busy. <laughs> so let me introduce my guest, Jeremy Givens. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Yeah, yeah. How you living, man? Everything good? Everything's good. Uh, day's been great. I'm excited to be a part of this. Again, I'm sorry for all the issues that I've caused y'all. Y'all have been great. Uh, and been very flexible with me. Uh, so I'm grateful for this. I'm excited to get started talking with you guys. Oh, no, man. We appreciate you, man. I see we kind of dressed alike, too, man. We got some synergy going. Yeah, yeah. we got we got the, the black, uh, you know, the yeah. black, black. I like the bandana. This it, it's, it's a vibe for sure. We ain't even Tuesday's plan- vibe is all black. Facts. We ain't even planned it, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just knew exactly how this was going to go. Exactly. See? <laughs> So um, can you like uh, starting off, just like tell us about uh, the Black American Dad Foundation, like what it is specifically? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Black American Dad Foundation is a foundation that advocates for fathers. We work. Uh, our mission is to work to recognize, uplift and develop African-American fathers to be the best fathers that they can be but also being the best versions of themselves as well. Um, we don't want them to shy away from pursuing their dreams. Um, pursuing their passions because what makes them them is actually what's best for their kids um, so we do a wide range of things from tangible resources through our bad gift program uh, to our bad business where we support black fathers that are entrepreneurs um, and uh, expanding out now even into uh, some bad labs where we do events um, that we haven't done anything since COVID, but where we do some events where we're able to like give dads new experiences, fun experiences with their kids free of charge. Um, what else do we do? Oh, bad media, uh, where we involve uh, being in front of the camera, being behind the camera, podcasts, things like that that we're able to do what we're talking about, being about representing uh, Black fathers. Word, that's really dope. Is the bad media, is that like, are you, are you helping teach that type of thing like you're teaching so we have a couple of different things we have some psas that we did in the past um called king's initiative in which we're trying to we really want to be able to push these more forward it's just simple messages every single day to help kind of move uh dads forward get inspired get them motivated and we use um uh historical period pieces to kind of uh give you that inspiration for example like what would a slave say to a father today what would a buffalo soldier mm-hmm. say to a father today what would a tuskegee airman say to a father today or a member of the harlem renaissance um or the chitlin circuit whatever the case may be all these individuals in their own right even from bondage up to the president of the united states that we saw a few years back um had to exemplify some level of perseverance um, to be able to better themselves and better the people around them. And I think that that's something that is, flows directly with what a father is and what, what the legacy of fatherhood has been for Black fathers. Oh, that's really dope. That's Thanks. Really dope. I appreciate that. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's I'm, already, I'm that. already into it. <laughs> yeah. That, 
we're really excited about it. We have tons of different, like, I mean, I'm a film guy. Um, I've always loved that medium. So uh, trying to incorporate my passions also into the foundation was something that I'm really um, proud of and something that I'm really passionate about as well as the team with BAD as well. Um, so we're, we're planning on moving through and using our history, using Black history to continue to motivate, to continue to inspire and to continue to recognize. Because I think a lot of the times when we look through history, we see a lot of struggle, a lot of pain and rightfully so. Um, but there is, there are, there is another side of it. There is the optimism. There is the perseverance. There is the resourcefulness, um, the strength, the wisdom, the courage um, that we exemplify throughout the beginning of the time being in this country. So um, that's a proud American. That's a proud Black American to be able to share those stories. And hopefully it inspires some dads too at the same time. Um, something you said was interesting though. You said recognize. Now, because um, as we're all aware, you know, it's a lot of uh, negative stereotypes associated with black people in general especially black fathers um yes. so was there something that happened in your life that sparked this idea like how did this come up for you to want to do this yeah um to be honest i was i was in college i was studying history at the time and it's gonna it's gonna age me i was in i was uh, in college take care came out shout out to drake um, because Drake actually provided me this inspiration. Mm. Um, and it's funny that full circle now he's a dad and he's going through his own experiences, I'm sure. Um, and it seems like he's doing a great thing, uh, starting off great with it so far. So um, there, was a, there was a line in one of his songs where he was talking about um, his relationship with his dad. And, you know, he used boohoo, sad story, Black American dad story. And from there, it sparked a conversation with me, between me and a few of my friends. Um, where we were talking about our relationships with our fathers. And for the most part, we were all really uh, great. Like my dad is, was Superman to me and, and uh, as well as my peers that I was having the conversation with. And we just noticed that there was like this narrative and this, and this, this shaping around black males that it's inevitable that they're, that they're bad fathers. And it's not true. And it was something that I thought not to take away, of course, from anything that anybody has ever experienced. We all, can say that there are bad dads that are out there, are people that are not necessarily upholding their responsibility or they haven't been a great dad yet. I like to say yet, because it's like, there's always an opportunity. There's always a chance you can turn it around. Um, I don't want to take away from those people, but I wanted to also use this foundation as a way to paint a, a counter narrative to the, a, a, a true narrative. It's not necessarily a falsity by any means um, that showcased and highlighted and recognized great fathers um, throughout the time that we've been in this country, there's always been great, uh, great black fathers, and we've seen them um, in so many different ways, but we've never really aligned ourselves with like when we talk about Martin Luther King, and we talk about Malcolm X, so we talk about, you know, these other prominent figures from our, our history, we talk about them in more of like what their civil duties were what their civil obligations were what they did for the community, we never really look at the idea and the concept of like, hey, these are pretty cool dads too at the same time and uh, I think that that's something that speaks to a larger issue when it comes to black men it's like we can be great in business we can be great on the basketball court we can be great on the field we can be great with our artistic expression but when it comes to fatherhood for some reason we fall short in regards to the narrative and that was something that I wanted to be able to help supplement and uplift and kind of show like nah we got this too we're, we're, we're a full package and we can do more than just you know showcase our talents what we have individually but we can also inspire the youth and give it to our children and provide a legacy that really transcends throughout time most definitely um there there, there has been 
and I think you know obviously still is like um it's like a reinforcement of the black absentee father for some reason that's like you know it's always it's, a, it's like a, a known I put quote known thing and right um, like what you said though I feel like more often than not though there's a lot of fathers out here holding it down doing their thing being there being supportive like that but my question is why like why do you feel like oh not why do you feel but do you feel like, like what, what's the reason you would think of why that's being pushed uh, as far as the negative stereotype of a black absentee dad i mean i think that you would have to uh, kind of also jumping into uh the social fabric of this country right like if you look at the way blacks just in general have been perceived in this country from 1619 from coming here as slaves up until now there's always been a negative kind of consciousness that's surrounded around that and i think in so many ways that consciousness has now just been delegated if you will into more microcosms of that subgroup so it's it's you know there you can go to any group of, of blacks and you're going to be able to find some sort of social narrative that's negative around it and i just chose to to speak out and to stand up for him on behalf of black fathers because i noticed that that was something that was consistently throughout time from the time from slavery up until now that had been there and been present um you know, no one can, I guess, necessarily paint it to a, a rhyme or a reason why racism exists or why this thing, some people say it could be control, some people could say it's an insecurity, some people could say whatever the case may be. There's a spectrum of thought and several schools of thought in regards to that. But what I could say is one of the reasons why I think that that, that, that narrative exists is, is because of racism and is because of where we came from in this country that, you know, coming from not even being recognized as a human, to then the first step being three fifths of a human, to then being able to say like, hey, you're free, to then being able to say like, you have the right to vote. We've had to inch by inch crawl to be able to recognize our humanity as an entire culture. Um, and I think that it's no different when you get into the micro aspect of it, when you look at black fathers that, you know, it's not far fetched from the imagination to say, well, you know, if they're nothing as slaves, then their father, as fathers and as that role in fatherhood, they're nothing either. And earlier you mentioned, I know you said you're in film and I saw that you act. Um, yes. So, yeah. So how does that awareness, right, about these stereotypes being present and being pushed, how does that affect you as far as acting wise? You know, acting roles, especially for Black actors, are very few and far between. And a lot of times, though, we get roles that are going to reinforce some of these stereotypes. So how does that affect how you approach that? Um, that's a, that's a, that is an interesting question because it's something that I struggle with um, all the time. You know, and I, I know you, you are partaking in it too as well. So it's like, you know, you, you look at these roles that come up for opportunities and they're very stereotypical. Um, and it, you, in, you know, in your head, you start to question like, well, what is this narrative that they're trying to paint? If, 10 auditions or 10 different, you know, movies are coming out or short films or television shows or what have you. And nine of them are the exact same character. Uh, it kind of shows you what people think of you, right? It kind of shows mm -hmm. you like, this is what people think that your identity is. Um, and that can be frustrating. Uh, for me, I look at it twofold. I think two things can be true. I think that there's beauty in those roles um, just as much um, uh, as any other role, you know, when you look at 
our community and our culture, again, going through slavery, going through the Civil War, going through the antebellum South and Harlem Renaissance, the Chitlin Circuit, Civil Rights Movement, dark times. Mm -hmm. But in those dark times, you see beautiful experiences. And it's no different when you see uh, a role that comes up that says something that's stereotypical. You know, uh, it, I think that if for us as a culture and as our community, we recognize the beauty that we have within amongst each other. And I think that that's where from an art form perspective, that's where I take pride in accepting roles like that. Um, but for me as a creative, my goal is to also showcase beyond that, beyond what you, what the outside world might perceive as the black male. I can, I can find roles and I can create roles and create opportunities that showcase the counter to that, that show more than that. Um, and I think that that's something that I think we'll start to see as, uh, we continue down this road into the future of where film is going. Cause I think it is progressing. I think it is um, moving towards a better direction, especially with guys like Jordan Peele leading the way with some of these things that he's been doing and some of the interviews that he's been saying, the things that he wants to do with it, creating these, I don't know if you saw Lovecraft country for going into a tangent about uh, film and acting, and right. stuff. but um, Lovecraft country. Uh, what I liked so much about that was um, it was a story. It was an adventure story. Right now, it takes place in a period that we know racism existed. We know that those things were there. But instead of focusing so much on the oppression, there was so much more of the focus on the ability to overcome, the ability to, to the intelligence, um, the power, um, the, the majestic aspects of uh, the prestige of each one of these characters and what they were able to bring to the table. I think see, we'll see more stories like that and we'll see those things progress. Um, and as an actor, I'm, I'm excited about that as a Black actor, because now for us, we're going to be able to get opportunities to play roles that in the past we might have been overlooked for or might not even been thought of or conceived of because we didn't fit the skin tone. Mm -hmm. No, exactly. Exactly. I think um, I think the more Black voices that we have, um, not only, you know, in screenwriting, but obviously uh, behind the camera, you know, directing, producing, I think the more Black voices we get, in those right. positions, I think we'll start to see, um, you know, some of those uh, stereotypes, uh, you know, being pushed to the side as much. It won't be as reinforced. So I, I, yes. I agree wholeheartedly, man. We just um, got to keep pushing. That's the thing. It's yeah. like, there's, looking at our ancestors, like I said, they they crawled inch by inch, but they got there, and they're continuing. And there's continual landmarks of every time of that. And in in this industry, it's no different. You know, you just. You understand what what you were up against, but you you keep crawling, you keep pushing, you take it day by day, inch by inch, and then we're gonna have continuous landmarks of where we've made the progression. And hopefully, for my, oh, I always look at things for like my son who's six years old. You know, he expressed some interest in acting. We'll see. I don't know how serious he is. He sometimes Word. says he wants to be an astronaut. Sometimes he says he wants to be a, a soccer player. So I'm all for everything. But when I look at this industry and look at the work and the things that I try to do in it. I'm hoping that there will be a day where it's easier for him. And I think that that's the mindset that I think um, every, you know, person that's working in this industry, specifically uh, every black father that's working in this industry, is like, you know, as much as you are pursuing for yourself, think about the, the trailblazing path that you're leading for others and, and think about what you're going to be able to do for other people's kids and, and your kids and things like that in this industry that you love so much. And if everybody embodies that mindset across the board, um, we'll be able to see the progress like just over the course of time. It's inevitable. Yeah, for sure, bro. For sure. But shout out to you real quick as as a father, Thank man. You. No, for like for for letting your your young king have that many possibilities of of dreams. You feel me? Like oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. 
Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I never wanted my son to ever think um he couldn't do anything, and that I think that speaks to how I was raised. Um, to to kind of you know go on a tangent about my dad. Uh, my dad is probably like one of the coolest guys that I know. Uh, my dad, from what I know, and I've you know I've looked, I've searched, I haven't found anything. My dad was the first uh black hotel executive of a, of a Las Vegas major strip hotel and casino. And my dad was the vice president of Excalibur Hotel. He was on the board for uh, Nevada Gaming. He was on the board for uh, Mandalay Bay Resorts. Um, he was a trailblazer um, in the hotel industry for Blacks. And he did so much to be able to get Blacks into the hospitality industry and showing them ways that they can make money from Bellman to concierge to uh, housekeeping. There's some pit bosses and then casinos and things like that. I still have family members that work in those things to this day. Um, it's because of his mindset um, coming from the way he grew up and the way he uh, raised us that he instilled it into me. And I don't even know if fully he knew all the time that he was doing it, um, whether it was going to work and, and seeing him at work or the conversations that he would be having at the dinner table with my mom or with some of his friends whenever they were there. All those moments I look back at and I think, and that I think has shaped my mindset um, for me as a person. And then I just pass that along um, to my son. I want them, he, he believed he could do anything and he instilled in me that I could do anything. And I do the same thing to my kids. And I think that that's what everybody um, that is a father really wants to do is that they tell their kids, you can, you can do anything that you want to do, but you have to be the one to do it. It takes your work, it takes your effort, it takes your sacrifice, it takes your commitment. And those things are tough, but in that you grow and you learn so much about yourself. And when you see the success in the body of work that you've done, you can look back at it and say that you actually gave it your all and you really did push for it. So I never limit my son when he says, I want to be an astronaut. I'm like, awesome. Be an astronaut. Oh, I want to be a rapper. Dope. Let's be a rapper. Right. Let's do it. I want to be a dancer. Dope. Let's do it. Oh, I want to be an actor. Dope. Dope. I love that. So I'm always, I'm always a champion for whatever it is that he wants to do at whatever stage of his life. I'm never going to say no. I was actually reading this book the other day and I thought it was really interesting that a child, um, by the time they're five years old, on average, hears no 40,000 times, but hears yes only 5,000 times. And I thought that was really interesting. I'll have wow. this. Don't, you know, don't quote me on those stats. I, I was just yeah. looking through this. It was a personal development book and I was reading it. And I was like, it's really great. Slight Edge, if, if you uh, have read it. Um, and I thought that, that was really interesting because in a way I've already been thinking that way. It was like, I want to find ways to say yes to my son instead of saying no. And I think that that's also a way that we try to instill that into one of our bad labs, which is our, one of our programs, um, where we try to provide unique opportunities, whether it's a, a women's expo. Um, hopefully when things start to get you know more calmed down, our goal is to give dads new experience, like being in California, we wanna be able to get dads into like the ocean, experiencing the ocean from surfing to marine life to things like that. Um, never limit, don't ever limit what your kids have the capability of doing because you'd be surprised what they'd be able to come up with. And I think that that's something that we try to embody from a nonprofit perspective, um, something that I try to embody um, as a father myself. And I think it was something that I was instilled in me from my dad. So it, it's a generational thing that I think over the course of time, it really makes a huge difference in somebody's life um, just by simply telling them, yes, you can do anything that you want to do. Oh, 100%, bro. 100%, man. Um, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, man. I'm going to wrap this thing up, but yeah, um, not shout, a shout out to Pop for planting that seed in your head, man. Um, also, real quick, I want to say um, I saw that uh, the Phoenix Suns awarded you the uh, Golden oh, yeah. Standard Award, man. Congrats on that, bro. I'm, I'm so proud of what you're doing. 
Please keep it up, man. Um, if you got anything else you want to plug real quick to the audience before we bounce, um, you know, do your thing. Uh, check out Black American Dad. Um, if you know yep. any dads, uh, drop us a message on our website or drop a message on Instagram. Um, we have a couple of dads that we're highlighting. Anthony Glover. Um, he is a author of a book. Uh, I believe it's I Can't Wait to Be a Man. It's on our Instagram. Um, check out uh, that book. Buy that book. It's an awesome yep. book. He's an awesome dad. And there's so many other awesome dads that we're also going to be promoting. So if you have a business, um, if you are pursuing your dreams, we want to get in contact with you. We want to champion for you. Contact us at Black American Dad. Uh, go to blackamericandad.org. Drop, drop us a message. Uh, shout out to all the great dads out there that have done uh, great things throughout the time from, from the beginning of time till now. Um, and for the future dads that are out there, you can do this. You can do anything that you want to do in your kids. You can do anything that you want to do. Best version of yourself is better for your kids. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. Uh, that's going to do it. Wrap it up for us today. Actually, that's going to do it for us, man. Um, we, appreciate, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, like you said, man, follow, follow him on all the social media joints, man. Follow pop-up shop, follow me. Um, continue just to support us. And um, yeah, and you know what? And, and like Jeremy said, man, say yes to your young kings and queens out there, man. Just mm. remember that message. Yes. Um, yeah. We'll see y'all next say time. Say yes. Pop Don't say pop. no. Say yes. Yeah, pop-up shop. We'll see y'all. Peace, man. Appreciate Thank you, bro. You. Thank so, you. Appreciate your chance. Thank you. Thanks for watching the Polaris Network on YouTube. For exclusive shows and premium content, subscribe to the Polaris Network on Patreon right now.